0: Hello and welcome to the True Blood Authority, the officially unofficial podcast for HBO's True Blood Vampiric Television Program. I'm your host, Aaron.
1: And I'm Cecily.
0: And tonight we'll be talking about season seven, episode six, entitled Karma. Karma, Karma Ain't Karma. It a Bitch. Uh,
1: Karma. This song is by Lady. Lady? Lady. Might be
0: ladies involved. I don't know.
1: There are ladies involved, the band is called Lady. (laughs) Mind blown. (sighs) As it should be. (laughs) This Uh, episode was written and directed by Angela Robinson. Written and directed by the same person. Whoa. Um, No no shit. mm -hmm. She has a whole slew of HBO credits for producing, directing, and writing Um Hung, the L word, I just named two shows that are not on HBO. <laughs> also Taxicab Confessions, which basically tells me that she was made to do this show. Mm. And she also directed an earlier episode called, called Jesus Gonna Be Here.
0: No one woman episode should have three, all this power. Writing <laughs> and directing, like you're just you're a god. You're show running, railroading god. Alright, Kanye, she's, calm she's, down. She's drunk with power. <laughs> uh shall we what did you think about the episode i mean last week was one of our all-time favorites or at least in recent memory mm-hmm. and for which me is very recent <laughs> but what did you think how, how did this stack up was it a little come down or
1: i guess so i mean it was kind of filler junk mostly i'm trying to think of any particular instance of anything that stood out and didn't huh. really
0: See, I felt like, I mean, it's clearly not as entertaining as last week's, but we still got a continuation of Eric being badass, which I thought was a treat.
1: I thought Lafayette, Lafayette was at and his him height, in. Oh, yeah.
0: Lafayette was so good in this episode. Uh, we got to see Bill suffer. Sookie in anguish. Bill's
1: always suffering. Uh,
0: Jason getting the probably most unhappy blowjob he's ever gotten in his life. Gross. Lots of lots of interesting stuff. Let's get into it. Speaking of Eric being a badass, uh, I actually thought it enhanced uh, my enjoyment to see him kind of winded, and that time where he's like halfway through and he sees the Yukus that keep coming, he's like, "Really?"
1: And he's still kicking their asses, and, and, he's, and he would have won too. You know, he would have won if Pam, like, what the fuck, Pam? You're yeah. full strength.
0: Yeah, stop getting silver, Jesus Christ.
1: God, how many the, times do they have to repeat this cycle?
0: And it wasn't even and, and it wasn't even the head head guy that did it, it was just some mookie uh Yakuza guy. Yeah. I mean Eric handled it. I mean he still got the jawbone to prove it.
1: no, yep. which... and he still had it by the end of the fight, he still had that jaw in his hand. Did you see that?
0: I did. I did. It reminded me of Samson uh from the Bible where he slew like five hundred Philistines with the moist jawbone of an ass.
1: Gross. <laughs> I don't remember that.
0: Uh, how much of the Bible do you remember?
1: Uh, none. I've never read it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the Gideons keep trying. They keep, all right. them, they keep putting them in all your hotel rooms. Oh, take your word for it.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, so speaking of disappointments, the Yakuza apparently are just Tokyo drifting it up. I don't know if that's something – I my headcanon says that they're doing that ironically – that they, they think it's hysterical to be this crazy 88 stereotype <laughs> that drives around. And... Exactly.
1: And to be a Japanese businessman uh-huh. who has a Yakuza working for him, but still dressing like an urban cowboy. Yeah, yeah, no, right. <laughs> it's so ridiculous, but I love it. It's something that Quentin Tarantino does on his best day.
0: Uh, so they plop him in this room and set down an LCD clock that's counting down for approximately seven hours and says, this is your time till done." And Eric says, our first sunrise together as and we go to credits.
1: I'm really glad to see that Pam's dress has not been ruined at all. Cause sure. Because I really want to see her wear that again. Actually, the whole rest of the season. Just wear that dress. <laughs> uh,
0: so that, that takes us into the credits. And then we find out Bill is still sick. And he calls a lawyer, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of odd at first. I thought maybe, because when we saw <sighs> these scenes in the preview, I thought that they were, he was going to some kind of vampire minute clinic deal but you know <laughs> uh and it, it's kind of weird that the this lawyer just be packed day and night with vampires
1: she seems to be the only one who I don't specializes
0: know. in vampire
1: yeah she's catering to them specifically
0: uh what do you call it probate law vampire probate law i, guess. I think that's what it is when you talk about wills and testaments and things
1: yeah that's what it is
0: jessica though overhears him talking about being hep v positive and is distraught as he flees the house away from any possible emotional confrontation
1: they don't really sweet like father-daughter exchange it's i've never seen another um vampire and his progeny have a father-daughter sort of parent-child relationship as they do right you know because with eric and pam it's this sexual what about the girl <laughs> what, what from... do we call it the harlequin romance that they're <laughs> doing
0: right what about that girl from season five that had, like, progeny 200 vampires? Didn't she have more of a... What? Yeah, there's what one of the about? Vampire Authority women that had sp- sired, like, 200 progeny. No. And she was only, like, 300 years old. You do no. remember that? Uh-uh. Am I making it up? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. Lafayette brings Letty Mae back to his place because he don't trust that crazy bitch no more. Where
1: James is waiting.
0: Wanting to crash, and Lafayette's like, Oh, great, I've got my crazy ass aunt who wants to drink vampire blood, and my
1: Auntie. hot
0: super boyfriend who is a vampire
1: who's all that with elevating, blood, full of the blood. Yeah,
0: uh, this could be a disaster. Uh, can, can I just say that Letty Mae on her best day looks rougher than Morgan's zombie wife from season one of The Walking Dead? I mean, it looks like she died three days ago, been walking around in a Georgia heat, eyes sunken. She's just a fucking mess this whole season, and okay. in general.
1: You can't say that.
0: Okay. So, is this a scene where they actually have the idea that they're going to get all V'd up?
1: Yes, they decide that this is their time to find closure, and that Lafayette says, listen, you know, I've done a shit ton of drugs, it's not...
0: Plus, you know, I'm a medium. <laughs> Unless you, well, unless that you is never addressed.
1: Actually, it's just a, it's just a trip. I guess they immediately drink his blood. Now, is there like some sort of magical number? Like two teaspoons? Is that enough to make you trip balls? I know that early on, when Jason was drinking blood, it was just like one drop made him trip balls. A whole vial gave him an eggplant penis. Hmm. I mean, let me let, let me look like the up less, on the,
0: the True Blood wiki. It's
1: like the less blood that you drink. The stronger of a hallucinogen it is uh, but uh, the more blood you drink the more it sort of like heals you mm-hmm. and i don't know well
0: the official word is it's as plot needs dictate so... oh is that what it says <laughs> on no, I'm just joking. Okay. But I, that's what it, it must i'm sure there's an elaborate <laughs> series of vampire canon laws about it i'm but... just
1: saying actually you know now that i'm saying it out loud it actually kind of makes sense
0: there see there you go at least
1: they're consistent with like the dosage.
0: You've learned to love the true, the the big brother, the true brother. <laughs>
1: How I learned to stop worrying and start to love True Blood.
0: <laughs> uh, Jason goes back home, and wouldn't you know it, Violet's waiting up for him. Wouldn't you know sexified it? Sexified in sexy lingerie,
1: and she borrowed all of Lafayette's candles, and I mean every one of Lafayette's candles, and half of his flowers.
0: Left all his devil <laughs> heads and skulls though, because she don't need that shit to get romantic yet. Yet, um. What is with this? I mean, this does not seem like the reaction Violet would have to catching her man cheating with the vampire girl that she already kind of hates. And then Yeah,
1: I mean to like try to seduce him and then sort of lead him on and make him want her more. I could see if that's what she was going for, but that's, the first that's, that's thing that's she out did of of her. is take his dirty dick into her mouth. The dick that's still covered in Jessica's blood. Because let's be honest. Yes,
0: let's let's have this conversation. Let's be honest. Let's have this conversation. Yeah. Vampires cry blood. Why?
1: Because all they have is blood in them as a liquid.
0: All their bodily fluids are liquid. If they piss, they would piss. Blood. If they ejaculated, they ejaculate. Blood. Clotty blood. If 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 they're getting wet, if a vampire girl gets wet, it's gonna be blood.
1: It's all blood.
0: Now, vampires also have super keen senses of smell. Yes. This girl could smell Adeline from half the county away, yes, according to can. what she said in this very episode. I don't think Jason took a shower.
1: No.
0: I mean, it that looks is like just... he's
1: still just brushing off makeup off his face before he got out of the car.
0: His, his nether regions must look like a murder scene. <laughs> like, it's got Jessica's body taped outline on it's, his crotch. It's
1: like a butcher shop right down there. <laughs> yeah yeah or just raw sausage and blood everywhere and yeah it's just
0: horrible and you know maybe maybe if you're a vampire you're into that thing I you must
1: just... be into that sort of thing if you're a human who does that you must be sort of into that thing i just think a vampire
0: woman of violet's passion would have a problem with all that
1: exactly but what point is she proving i mean it's different between having sex with them but giving him a blowjob is just so weird
0: and especially, like I said, that's the sad. This is the saddest blowjob Jason's ever got. It's like
1: torture porn to yourself,
0: <laughs> right?
1: But, I, I don't know.
0: I don't. And and then later, I mean, I, again, I don't really care because Violet's kind of this sketch of a character that I don't really give a shit about, and she's just there in the way of Jason and Jessica inevitably getting together. Mm-hmm. But you know, her motivation—she's mm-hmm. gone from this badass BDSM femdom chick to you can't this honestly tell me she... ass, weak sauce.
1: Yeah, you can't honestly tell me that she's that in love with Jason, because why would you be?
0: Well, you know, she's he's one of those uh, warrior men that she uh, gets all bloody for. Her.
1: <laughs> because she was just telling him last episode how weak he was. Yeah, but he I came just,
0: back strong to prove, prove her wrong. To go
1: fuck some other woman.
0: Yep. They're also retconning their relationship as him just, you know, I don't him think Him being he's been, scared you know, and weak all the time. Scared that you wouldn't get laid at for months at a time, maybe. But um, also, re, if, b- basing on what we just said, also recontextualizes all the oral sex he put on her. I mean, oh. he's just basically constantly having periods period oral sex with her.
1: Parting the Red Sea.
0: Parting Red Getting his Red Wings. Ooh. art in his red stripes yikes uh so bill is He's in, the, in the waiting room of in the waiting room office. it's got the slick thing it's an underground garage there's no windows anubis taxi which i guess they've branched out in the taxi service as well as the air mm-hmm. airline game uh, there's a postal worker vampire. How? With short shorts and the short t-shirts, you know. Then he's got the safari hat on.
1: <sighs> that doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, like if you're, I, 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 I bet that there are postal workers that work night shifts and like airline hubs and sort facilities and all that stuff. Yeah. But they wouldn't be wearing like the daytime mail carrier stuff. I feel like they're just fucking with us. It's like a visual gag that they threw in. This is gonna really bender noodle. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, there's not much more you can say about that because it just it was not well thought out or it was too well thought out. Right. And I'm not getting it.
0: Like this uh, this this writer, uh, was her <laughs> Miss Jack her name's Miss Jack, she's like, Look, I listen to this podcast and they're talking about ejaculating vampire blood. Let's put this dude in a postal worker oh really, really, really really swing for defenses on the the crazy shit It's and like framing. she a- had all that power. No one could check her. No one could check her. It's
1: like framing a picture of President Garfield because you like lasagna. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so meta. It's
1: so meta. It's
0: so meta. But
1: I need someone to explain it to me first.
0: Mm. You need a little bit of that whatever uh, that Lafayette's on to make sense of all. Uh, Mr. Gus Jr. comes in. He's also got a Japanese name, but I'm going to call him Mr. Gus Jr. because it's much easier for me, my thick American tongue to prove. To to pronounce, uh, he's the head of the North American operations of Yakonomo.
1: Yakonomo because they don't have any, they don't have nomo true blood to sell. They
0: got nomo true blood. They just got shit blood. Which uh, we got a an interesting feedback. Read it now. I will. I am. I'm looking it up. Uh, Kate V said, "I think they missed a great opportunity tonight." uh as mr gus jr says now our signature product as i'm sure you're aware is true blood and i am north american president of well shit shit blood she says really come on guys seriously Pooh blood mr gus johnson or juniors now the north american president of Pooh blood i expect this obvious pun and frankly i am disappointed they didn't deliver the goods do you admire a good pun cecily
1: well, well, back in the day, it pun. used to be the height of vampire humor.
0: That's true. Puns. Before they discovered irony <laughs> and sarcasm, it was all puns. Can you imagine Eric in the punny phase of vampire history?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> yes.
0: It'd be poo blood for today's, days. Poo blood and flang- fantasia for days. <laughs> uh, so they're sitting there trying to broker a deal over who gets to kill... Sarah Newland, because they both want her for their own personal reasons. Doesn't
1: Mr. Gus Jr. automatically win because he's got the window open and chains around their necks?
0: Well, but if they die without telling him how to find her, then he doesn't win. He loses, and she gets to drink Mai Tais and wherever the hell. Or she gets to shop for Tiffany Bray. I forget what rich white girl activity Pam speculated she was going to Sit she's going to be on. getting
1: her toes done while she's getting her hair all highlighted. Yeah, Shopping at Saks Fifth Avenue.
0: Oh, she's drinking am, a Starbucks. I feel like, am I
1: getting closer? Drinking a Starbucks? Eating Nutella? <laughs> Wearing Uggs? I feel like I'm so close to something.
0: Um, they're slowly frying, which adds uh, a nice, nice little touch to the scene. They, they eventually work out a deal where Eric gets to kill her. He gets to pop her little bobblehead off of her body, and Gus Jr. gets the body to, I guess, mount or taxidermy. I, I don't know, but whatever.
1: Mount, like, have sex with her? She, no, I dead? I
0: don't, don't have any evidence that Gus Jr. is a it's necrophiliac. Super weird,
1: Aaron. Although mm. in
0: a vampire world where everybody's fang banging, isn't everyone just a little bit necrophiliac?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have sex with something that's, like, cold. Yeah, and plainly, bloody. It's going to be cold shooting blood,
0: blood or oozing blood on you the whole time, oh, as Jesus. we've scientifically proven on this podcast.
1: Scientifically. Facts. It's just That's science. what we deliver here is facts, <laughs> a bone move.
0: True facts. Uh, Sarah breaks into her sister's house in broad daylight. Her sister accosts her and about bites her. Uh, and the only thing that stops her is that she starts vomiting blood on her and passes out because she's in some kind of advanced stage of this hep V virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it for that. Mm-hmm. Jessica calls Jason while he's in bed with Violet. Hey,
1: hey, Jason, are yeah. you there? yeah. I just want to make sure that I put the final nail in your relationship's coffin.
0: <laughs> because I could have called Sookie myself.
1: I could have called her on her cell She could cell have phone just ran Sookie. right
0: across the graveyard. We're practically neighbors. But no, I want She you. does it
1: all the time. In fact, I think it's her favorite thing to do.
0: It's, it's 90% of her cardiovascular exercise. Running to and fro and over the graveyard. <laughs> I just want you to abandon your girlfriend who just blew my juices off of you. To pick her up and bring her here like some kind of fucking taxi cab. And I know that she's
1: lying next to you and she's got super vampire hearing (laughs) so she can hear everything I'm saying, even though I'm whispering on the phone. (laughs) It's crazy. So crazy. Like, what?
0: And people, here's the thing. Sookie
1: herself even says later, well, there's this thing called a phone. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, there is. Here,
0: when drunk ass hungover Sookie comes from the depths of slumber and pokes fun at your plot hole... (laughs) That's something. That's when you
1: know you got a problem. That's
0: when you know you've got a writer director power tripping and just riding roughshod over the whole process. <laughs> I think that, um, and there's a lot of people saying, "What? Well, how can uh, Violet not hear this?" Or just Violet heard all this shit. Oh
1: yes, yeah, she did.
0: That's the whole reason she she woke up and wrecked shit because she was devastated by uh the fact that her blowjob The blow audacity
1: jo- of this stupid man
0: Her rose petal second hand bloody blowjob didn't did, didn't ensorcel Eric uh, or not Eric ja- Jason, Jason right back Yeah cuz she just flips the fuck out starts destroying furniture furniture's always the innocent victim in these type of things It is.
1: That looks like a nice mattress. I would have taken it if you didn't want it anymore. Yeah. But I she mean, just tore all the stuff in It's out. it's
0: canon whether vampires are angry or they're feeling sexy, the furniture's always the first <laughs> thing that goes. Happens Always. in Twilight, Always. happens in True Blood, just just Jerome gets wrecked. <laughs> uh Andy gets up and finds Adeline and Wade fucking, which causes him to freak out and chase Wade out the house, but fucking naked. Wait, wait, that sounded wrong. Bare ass naked.
1: <laughs> Boofooing naked.
0: Boofooing naked. And, and
1: Wade says, But I love her, and then Adeline uh, There's
0: this having this, this intense screaming uh, as seen on Cops, family disturbance, domestic disturbance. And, and she's like, I
1: love you too.
0: And Holly's pissed because be he's cute chasing... It'd if it
1: wasn't so gross.
0: Yeah. Holly's pissed because, obviously, uh, she doesn't want Andy talking this way to her son and threatening to hit him and kill him and all that thing. She's going to take him away. And she cups her son's bare ass as she does it. No,
1: I don't think she was trying to cup his ass. I think she was trying to hide his... I don't know say what she was trying to do, but she something. was
0: caressing. He was. He, she was caressing that full moon.
1: It looked like the actress. I feel like the actress is actually a mother in real life and because is it looks like she was trying to cover his ass, and at the same time, she's like, "Wait, this isn't my son." She moved her hand quickly away. I got it. <laughs> I figured it out.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Um, so Sookie, again wakes up from a dead sleep. Jason's like, "Get up!" She's like, "There's this thing called a phone. We talked about this. Do you have anything more to say?"
1: Uh, I like the way that Jason says Suki to wake like, her up finally at the end. Did you catch that?
0: Oh, the fact that uh he he uh d- did a little bit of bill, did a bill impersonation. Third rate bill impersonation. Mm hmm Yeah, you don't you don't sucky it, you suck it.
1: <laughs> and he picks out her clothes for her, like what the hell?
0: Well, you know, if she, she didn't she'd be running her. she'd put her old bloody clothes on. That's been a problem of late. <laughs> Uh, Letty Clearly, May-
1: Sookie does not know how to dress herself this season. <laughs>
0: uh, uh,
1: Lala and Letty are tripping balls back at the house.
0: They are. Tears back to speaking on tongues. She's back up on the cross, but she she tears. I think like Lafayette undoes the snake.
1: Somehow, it helps her down, and and Letty Mae's holding her, and then she's gone.
0: Do you think we'll see Britney Spears uh, prop snake again this season?
1: I hope so. She's really. Really shown this season, just coming to her own as a snake actor.
0: Yeah, and I feel like if she gets three episodes, that's going to bump up her percentages, her residuals.
1: I agree. There might be it, a spinoff just for the snake, and I'm really interested to see that.
0: I'm hoping that she'll get some she'll get some play on the new Constantine series.
1: Ooh, you know, there's some occult shit that's going to go down that. on
0: that. There'll yeah. probably be some crosses that she can slither on.
1: Or the who nec- else
0: are you going to call?
1: Or the next season of Penny Dreadful?
0: yeah yeah definitely. or even a credit sequence they could they could get some albino snake up in there with the snakes and the, the scorpions and the spiders. I agree. so there's a bright future for her. uh next scene, Nicole wants off this crazy t- train called Bon Toms. She pronounces <laughs> she pronounces Bon Tom rather she pronounces uh, Sam the mayor of Crazy uh i <laughs> as much as I hated her for bringing down the episode last episode. It did
1: make this understandable.
0: Like, so I'm from Mooresville. You're from Wanamaker. They're both kind of shithole, backwater (gasps) Indiana towns.
1: That is a place that made me feel accepted (laughs) and loved for who I am.
0: Okay, okay. That's valid. That's valid. So it's overrun by (laughs) supernatural ghouls and people are dying left and right. You still feel that way?
1: Yes, even stronger. (laughs) I'm going back there immediately. But anyway... She knew what she was getting herself into. She showed up at Sam's doorstep. She hunted him down because she wanted. She was about that life, and now she's got a baby, and she's not about it anymore. Well, the baby's you know, gonna be born a shifter.
0: Apparently, that's the that's a sure cure for danger horridus is to get pregnant, and that's a, you know that's probably Suki's in game. Oh my God! Bill's gonna somehow make her pregnant, or they're gonna adopt a child, and that's gonna solve her ways.
1: What if she's pregnant with Alcides wolf baby right now?
0: All right. Well, wow, that's fucked up. That's that's <laughs> but, that's fucked be. up. Could be, though. I'm not taking it off the table. That last
1: sexy time they had? That last guilt sexy time when uh-huh. she was honey honey whiskey drunk? Yeah. There's a baby inside her.
0: Mm. Ow! Mm. Uh, I think oh, oh, oh. we have a little bit of spoilers to talk about at the end here. I've got some Comic-Con info and some theories and stuff to talk about. So at yes. the end of the podcast, yes. we don't usually do this, but we're going to have a spoiler section where... Cecily and I are going to talk about some of those pressing matters. Cecily. Cecily and I. Uh, let's see. Jessica drops the HV bomb on Suki, And as she's saying this, Sookie flashback remembers her fucking rude ass steak wound that she gets Hep V blood splashed in. And then Bill feeding off her and she realizes, oh shit, I shouldn't have done any of that. Especially since it was comically ineffectual. <laughs> <laughs> I infected that love of my life for no good reason. Yeah. Uh, um. Maybe Miss Robinson was at the the brains behind that too. She's just and then drunk Jason's, with power.
1: And Jason's trying to talk them on into how, what a great guy Bill is. Like for the first time ever, when Bill truly is at the height of how evil <laughs> he's going to be.
0: <laughs> right. Jason
1: is the one. I mean, if Jason thinks that it's a good idea, you should probably consider that it's not a good idea.
0: Probably. Uh, Arlene shows up, uh, with Holly to, finish what's it called now? B- Bellflowers. Bellflowers. So you finished the cleanup up Fleurs. that the, the, the townsfolk got distracted by their mob activities a couple episodes back. It's disgusting, but she says, you know what, Arlene, y'all kids be fucking, my bar's fucked up, shit happens, you gotta clean it up. So, uh, I want to talk, I want put, to put a pin in this, cause I want to talk about the nature of Adeline. And wage relationship and how I really feel about it. Okay, because it's complex. It's got many layers.
1: You don't want to talk about it right now. Not yet.
0: It's not ripe. It's not ripe. <sighs> Miss Robinson's hasn't hasn't directed or written the time and place of yet. Lots of vampire chatter in his lawyer's office. We see kind of like your normal civilian vampires, and we kind of get an idea of how fucking crazy Bill and Eric are because they're just. You know, they're just as concerned with the rest of us, like, what are these vampires going around killing whole town folk? Other guys are like, hey man, you're in the early stages, wait till you get hip deep in this hep V shit. You're gonna lose your mind and everybody's gonna look like a T bone steak. Uh and right about then Bill's Hep V goes in overdrive.
1: You can racing s- down his arms. You can,
0: you can see like his 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 veins going bad like a heroin addict as we watch.
1: But I feel like they show that same cut like four times. Well, right. The veins go racing down his arm multiple times.
0: Yeah. They they're they're a tease. They're they're a hep V Ts. They like to go forward, then they like to pull up. Then they go forward and they pull back. Three veins forward, two veins tease. back. <laughs> uh the postman sees it and switches chairs, which I this is all very broad satire You're, of the AIDS scare. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's not much to say about that. He's I mean, aware. We all,
0: I mean, Ryan White is from the great state of Indiana. Yes, he is. We were ground zero of AIDS awareness <gasps> back in the day.
1: <laughs> okay, never mind. I can't say that.
0: At the Indiana State Museum, there's a, or maybe no, it's a it's children's, a children's museum. museum. There's a statue of his face carved like a mile wide.
1: They get a nice little like ruby white and Anne Frank thing going on there, and
0: he's in there, yeah. He's in n- there. No kids, no kids. Playing the museum have any idea who the fuck he is?
1: Oh my god, the kids are so bored every time you walk them through there. You're like, look, this is history. <laughs> yeah. this is things this should kids be kids your to you, age you went asshole. through this
0: shit. You're always saying like, you never get well. These kids, this this was some <laughs> real shit. They went through wars and epidemics, and it's now nah, I want to go play on a Spider Man. I want to go
1: see the Lego exhibit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> fucking kids. Jesus. Um, oh, uh, the po- so so Sookie goes to get herself tested, and all these posters oh. at the clinic. Have you, have you been to a sex clinic?
1: I have. I've been tested. I with have, a, too. I went with some gay friends of mine.
0: Oh, I, I just...
1: Scariest shit of my life.
0: I've just been because I'm super man whore, and it's always, <laughs> always a scary experience. Because you start looking at these... Posters and are like and if pamphlets? you had sex.
1: They're so serious. You're having sex with everyone that person has ever had sex with, right?
0: And the poster maxes out at an improbably low number of partners, I would say. And you're already and slept I've had sex with...
1: with double that. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> and you've already had sex with a billion people. You know, it's it's like oh god, I've got all I'm the just, diseases. I'm
1: just. I'm just a cesspool of sexually transmitted diseases. Yeah. And I'm waiting for that little stick to develop in the water. And (laughs) and I just know it's bad. It's over for me.
0: See, they don't like... When I went, they didn't give you instant results. It's like, you know, you can call this number in a week. And Well, it
1: turns out I never got my results. I just ran away screaming. I was so scared.
0: God, that's what all these fucking bumps are about. Jesus Those Christ. There's little purple
1: spots all over your arms. Yeah.
0: It's AIDS. <laughs> it's AIDS V. AIDS V. AIDS H. <laughs> uh, anyway... This is this is this okay. Is a great so Sookie's, get,
1: Sookie's getting tested, and there's little stickers and pamphlets. And the best
0: is silence equals true death. Yeah, I like they got that. this little logo already. That was good. Some enterprising soul is going to sell a million of those stickers on Etsy or something.
1: And that's us. Go to baldmove.com/slash/merchandise <laughs> that doesn't
0: exist/slash/hep <laughs> slash v for your hep v awareness stickers. The life you the un, the the unlife you save may be your own. <laughs> Uh, can I so so we're back into uh a hep v vision no not a hep v just a v vision a
1: vision of
0: Letty Mae and Lafayette Lafayette and Tara is sprinting down to their old place which is a real sh- shit house shack and Tara's digging in the Whose dirt old
1: place is that
0: I don't. It's let. They say it's Letty Mae and Taras.
1: Oh, is it? Because Lafayette seemed pretty familiar with it. No, it, I said it's
0: like your guy's old house back oh, in the South. Okay. Precinct or whatever.
1: She's digging holes like a crazy gover witch demon.
0: She looks like a honey badger, <laughs> and she, I just couldn't get over because she squatted over with a skirt, and it looks like she's just funneling dirt right up her badge.
1: That's disgusting.
0: Like it's a, a. She's loading it like a dump truck.
1: You're a monster.
0: And she's going to go cart it over some distance and dump it
1: and then the reverend wakes <laughs> them up by shaking them and he pulls r- them right out of V dream yeah he yeah they were they appeared to be just kind of walking around the living room mm-hmm. i would have liked to have seen what they were doing before he interrupted them <laughs> just, cause they were probably just
0: <laughs> yeah this is just the weirdest drunkest mime routine of all time
1: yeah How did, uh, i uh, hope that's
0: on i hope that's on the dvd extra do footage the
1: extras yeah
0: uh they have this great exchange about whether God's real and if Terra's real and, and uh, should
1: I stop going to church, good preacher? Yeah. <laughs>
0: vintage, some vintage Lafayette.
1: Oh gosh.
0: And then as you said on Facebook, the uh new the hot new sitcom of the season <laughs> it's the V or Me starring Letty Mae and the Preacher Man.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna save you fourteen seasons of bullshit. Uh-huh. She chooses the V.
0: It turns out shockingly to be the V. <laughs> uh Arlene and uh, Holly are still talking and Arlene opines that y'all almost hitched. Uh and you almost guys, about
1: to sound a big knot.
0: You guys need to talk things over and they have these
1: Do it for your kids.
0: They do. They have uh, all these mock apologies. Uh first of all, she calls Adeline a slut. Uh and that goes badly. Uh, but then she says, I don't believe in slut, but shame's female sexuality.
1: Which I love. They wrapped it up in that one scene.
0: And he's like, I'm sorry for putting hands on your boy and chasing him around the house. And Arlene says, you guys need to go talk some sense to those kids. <laughs> uh,
1: their hormones are hijacking their brains and making them crazy.
0: What is she... So what do you tell these kids? I mean, the fact... I first say- of all, they knew that they knew that Holly and Andy were dating... So they knew that this is kind of borderline, I, I, kind of creepy behavior.
1: But, I mean, they are not in any way related. No, They're not the first people to do this. I mean, it is weird. I It'd be hard to do, explain
0: at family reunions and elsewhere.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure what you do is you give them a Blu-ray copy of Cruel Intentions and all the sequels. And, and tell and, them and to And Blue down.
0: Lagoon. Yes. And Return to the Blue Lagoon. Yes,
1: with Mili Ovavich. And you make them watch it. All in a row. Sure. And they can't leave the room until they have watched it all, and that's all you have to do. You know Are you I mean?
0: wanting them to have hot and sensual sex because that's what it seems like you're setting them up for?
1: <laughs> By watching cruel intentions. I've never seen of Blue cruel intentions.
0: Lagoon. I've seen the Blue Lagoon.
1: It ends badly in both things. I think.
0: Hmm.
1: Blue yeah. Lagoon doesn't Brooke Shields die? Yeah,
0: but they they have a lot of hot brother sister sex before then.
1: Just... But but. Adeline and And Wade understand that they're brother and sister, and however hot it may be, it's still kind of gross. And is
0: it hot because like those they were like kids in that movie too? Yeah, they were. I saw this this movie as a kid, illicitly on HBO, if I recall. Yeah. So it was like okay for me, but I don't know like if it now I'm now I'm thinking about this for the first time in twenty years. What the fuck were adults thinking at theater where they're watching a 14-year-old Brooke Shields have sex with, like, a 16-year-old whatever his name is? Oh, my God.
1: Like, what? They were like, yes, we need a sequel. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what people were thinking. Yep. and It happened. It happened.
0: But anyway, like I said, it's like, what do you tell these guys? You need to cool it because we want to get our freak on?
1: I don't know. Listeners, if your children... Your stepchildren are having sex. Please tell us how you handle that situation. (laughs) Or if you're just letting it happen.
0: In graphic detail, because we could use some stroke material here. Stop
1: it. That's fucked up. (laughs) We need videos. (laughs) uh,
0: No, seriously, I don't know what you would tell them. Because, first of all, no matter what you tell them, they're going to do whatever the hell they're going to do because they're teenagers. And Arlene is exactly right. Their hormones are all up in their brains. There's nothing. And and telling, them forbidding it will just make them it hotter. Have they not read Romeo and Juliet?
1: Probably not. They're teenagers. No, I'm
0: saying they're parents.
1: Oh. Probably not. They're idiots. At least
0: (laughs) seen the Leonardo DiCaprio Claire Danes version? That
1: didn't really make sense. There was a lot of guns.
0: Okay. Anyway, I don't know what you'd tell them. I don't think there is anything to tell them. Uh, Hopefully, they'll all end up dead by the next episode. We don't have to worry about this little conundrum.
1: Well... It wouldn't go that far.
0: I don't care about Adeline and or Wade or Andy or Holly. I kind of care about Arlene, but the rest of them can all die. I don't care. I like them. I'd rather than die than have to worry about what kid their kids are going to get up to sexually.
1: You're right. Just kill them all. It's more convenient
0: for my it. ethical framework if they just die oh. and resolve that framework. Oh, on.
1: let's do what's convenient for you. Please.
0: Please. It's a moral expedient for me.
1: Anyway, Sookie can still surprise sense Bill because there's nothing like your first. Yeah. <laughs> Even when I hate him, he's in
0: my blood.
1: Jason doesn't feel nothing for Violet except, except for scared.
0: Fear, <laughs> intense, intense, primal fear.
1: That gives him a raging fear boner. And of he's course. not quite sure how to handle it except.
0: He's popping boners and biting his fingernails at all times.
1: <laughs> it's really scary <laughs> being. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, if you look back, that's kind of Jason's entire sort of sexual existence. The oh. first time we see Jason having sex with a woman, she died that night. After he choked her and thought he killed her, and well, then he's so. a bit of a
0: danger whore himself. It runs in he a Stackhouse family. Absolutely is,
1: and then Dawn, you know,
0: and 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 that his, uh, their his <laughs> their grandma, their grandma would have climbed Bill Compton like a tree had she been about ten, even ten years younger. In fact,
1: she would have done it had she gotten ha- the opportunity. Had it
0: not be for a gout flare up, I think she still would have cl- climbed him like a tree. Yep, climb him, Clumb Clumbed. him like a tree,
1: Clumb him up.
0: Oh, my God. So the Stack Houses, Danger Whores, all of them. They can't help it. Uh, Also, Sookie gets the voicemail, and she's got the hip.
1: We're not surprised. I don't know why I did that.
0: (laughs) Bill's in a bad way. He goes in to talk to Cap Nick. Uh, State doesn't. This is again very broadly satirical of the current real life status of uh, homosexuals in relationships. Like, it's very unsettled. Are you married? Are you not married? Which state do you in? Do you have any legal
1: rights to pass your things on? Can
0: you adopt kids? What's your status of that? Is it, you know, it's like it's kind of highlights the ridiculousness of the situation. It is sort of
1: ridiculously black and white. Like, you and I tried to get on the same health insurance plan because we're not married. We couldn't uh do that. Uh huh. I don't know. It just seems like in 2014, there should be a few more options. Right. Just saying.
0: Like, you know, I mean, we're together now, but when we weren't, I'd fucking civil married Jim if we'd get, you know, get us all health insurance.
1: Didn't they make a movie about that? Yeah, Pretty probably. sure it yeah. yeah.
0: Well, you know, anything you have. It didn't have that uh, James, Eric, what's his name? James. Kevin James? Kevin James. And Adam had Sandler. Kevin James and probably Adam Sandler. That's, that's that Fox Office. That sounds about right death
1: actually you know what i'm pretty sure those characters are based off of you and jim in real life
0: really i've been i got fucked on the rights of that because i'm having a (laughs) podcast to make ends meet uh
1: so okay so she explains that because bill made his will and then he made his will in 1890 something and he died in 1860 something that he doesn't have the right to pass on his property right wouldn't when he died in 1860 something, wouldn't he have lost all of his property? Wouldn't it have passed on to his wife?
0: Well, wouldn't she it should have, have but she he... passed it
1: on to her daughters and so on and so forth. How does Bill own it now?
0: That's I think that that's kind of the realization that this is all very unsettled because and and the state is is taking this opportunity to kill or when these vampires die to like impound their assets because from the state's pers- perspective, this thing has been. You know, in some kind of fucked up probate limbo for 100 years. They're going to swoop in and take it all.
1: She's a bitch. I can't stand watching her talk. I mean, she's playing this character brilliantly by making us hate her.
0: However.
1: However, I still hate her.
0: I do think she's got a little bit of point about...
1: $10 million? That's a fuck ton of money. No, no.
0: I get it. But also, I think she has a little bit of point about these vampires who've been blessed with these extraordinarily long lives, which is a huge advantage when it comes to amassing money. They're accusing more that they've been praying and uh feasting on humanity for eternity, and now they're whining that they're getting shaken down by these very same humans. Now, that's one point. Point two, Bill straight up murders this woman because he's in a fit of pique.
1: And her vampire guard.
0: And his vampire guard.
1: Because he's fucking evil, how many times do I have to tell you guys?
0: That's the thing, like How many – her office is full of vampires coming in day in, day out.
1: She's got got glamour-proof
0: contacts. For at least six months. How many vampires are going out that door disappointed? None of them have killed her except for Bill fucking Compton, our hero.
1: I think she Murders
0: this woman because she's trying to do some light blackmail extortion. That is
1: not light blackmail. Asking for $10 million – is probably the biggest scam she's ever tried to run.
0: Bill was the fucking king of Louisiana. He's got the money. He probably got that money from the book deal like sure she pointed he does. out.
1: Sure he does. But that's probably the biggest fish that's ever walked through her door.
0: And so she shakes him down like exactly. he's the And she
1: fish. asked for too much, which is why she didn't die sooner. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs>
0: I'm, this, I'm saying this that show has got such a weird morality that somebody. I'm is, not saying
1: it's okay. I'm just saying that she probably got stars in her eyes.
0: No, no, right. I mean,
1: when the postman came in the office, <laughs> she didn't ask him for shit because I didn't have shit to give. Yeah, obviously. When well, the king you're, of Louisiana, who wrote this best selling book, walks through the door. And
0: famous, you're going to get shook down. Exactly. Certainly. I, I mean, just think it's funny that we as an audience are like, she's doing some petty, unethical behavior. Death. You know? Oh,
1: no. I don't think... I wasn't calling for her death. I don't think anyone else was either. Yeah,
0: Bill's killed so many innocent people. And Eric's is at least ten times that many. Oh, my
1: God. Yes. But Eric (laughs) has an ironclad will. I can guarantee goddamn to you that. In fact, I saw him make it once. Okay. One of the early seasons when he was sure he was going to Died, yeah, yeah, and that's when he released And he and Pam, Pam were and doing this Harlequin romance sure, bullshit. Sure, sure. What do we call that? What is the word we called it? I don't know. Like romance porn or something like that. Something like that.
0: Uh who is sworn to secrecy? Uh, oh yes yes uh so we, we Andy and uh, this is my damn notes Andy and Holly go back to the uh, Casa Bellflower they
1: show up to talk to a kid. talk some sense in these kids but and only... Rocky's listening to his fucking iPod
0: right and only he's there but he's been sworn to secrecy what and is
1: he, care? he hates them he hates a lot of them why is he not chained up in a dungeon
0: because he, it's kind of like the thing like you might hate your brother and sister but the only one you hate more is your parents And if you can have, like, a stand between your brother and sister and your parents, you take that every single time until your parents threaten you with inconvenience or, in this case, death. Gutting you. (laughs) Gutting you like a fucking fish. Then you fess it up. And I I feel like...
1: i would probably lie first.
0: They're at Fort Bellflower. And uh, Andy and Holly whisk away. Is Mm. it nighttime now? I feel like it's the daytime. It doesn't take that long to get the... Bellflower, even on
1: it's like, foot. It's like late afternoon.
0: Okay, late afternoon because it's the middle of the fucking night by the time Violet shows up here in a bit.
1: They've been fucking for a long time.
0: Uh, Amber Newland, no, not Amber Newland. Sarah
1: Newland is watching her sister sleep like a fucking creep.
0: Yep. Surprised she's not sketching it.
1: And she's begging her for mercy and saying that that was a different me, literally. <laughs> My name is New Me now. And I'm a new me.
0: And I love Amber's reaction. She's like, oh, Oh my my God. God. So good.
1: (laughs) I love this character. Why have I not seen this actress before? I know. I I would love to see her in more things. She's
0: playing the hell out of this character. Uh, She's continuing to say all this hippie bullshit about, I was
1: put on this planet to help people. And she has somehow been wiretapping Bill because she knows exactly what to say to get someone to take you back. Look, I have different blood. I'm a different person. <laughs> yeah, this
0: antidote took all the crazy bitch out of me.
1: See, I have brown hair. I'm not me anymore.
0: Yeah. I don't need Jesus. I am Jesus. <laughs> or Buddha. And we're all Buddha. Oh, just fuck off. You can't there's a line. You can't just blow a guru, dye your hair, and absolve yourself of all the horrific shit in your life. And See, she's like,
1: that's where you're wrong. Because <laughs> that's, that's like, exactly what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> it's logic.
0: Uh, it all happened for a reason, uh, because I, I totally chugged cure like I was doing a keg stand in college, <laughs> and now I can heal. I can be the Jesus that heals all the vampires.
1: The Buddha. The Buddha. However,
0: what about all the people, the vampire and normal people who have died because of this fucking plague and who are still dying or are going to continue Every to die? Every second,
1: people are dying vampires are dying rapidly and she's fucking people around. are dying because the vampires are dying rapidly yeah whole towns are being fucking wiped out all over the planet yes no this woman <sighs> and is she the offers, fucking antichrist. And she offers her sister the antidote in exchange for a place to stay
0: mm, i don't know so
1: where did she go when eric and pam show up later i, I that was have the whole exchange in. the only reason she was there was because she wanted a safe place to stay
0: We'll have to tune in next week. Same vamp time, same vamp channel. No. <laughs> Sookie and Jessica basically hug it out over the fact that Sookie's diseased ass infected this her father. Her like an after
1: school special.
0: Her vamp father, indeed. Uh, Jason rehearses his speech to break up with Violent, but the <laughs> joke's on him because he finds his whole house fucked up. Violent's gone with a note, and Jason's like, woo! This went better than expected. And cracked a, <laughs> what, a, a patch Blue Ribbon, probably?
1: Sure. You see that a crazy woman that you have betrayed has destroyed your bedroom. And who grew up and in the left Inquisition. A note, and who left a note and said, I'm over it. Yeah. And who clearly knows exactly what you've done because of how angry she was when she left the house. And you think, that's a good idea? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just checking.
0: Yeah, and you, you haven't even uninvited her. She's just going to breeze right through that threshold and throttle you. Yep. Oh, my God. Uh, Violet, speaking of, has tracked down the two lovebirds.
1: She sneaks up on uh, Wade dicking down at Adeline.
0: And she's like, y'all, the head vampires, if not your parents are going to find you. You need to come back to my love shack. It's got a tin roof. It's rusted. you love it. Uh but ditch your phones and totally trust me. <laughs> what is her angle here why is she doing this why does she give a shit about this has nothing to do with jason
1: adeline or uh violet was part of that core group Mm
0: -hmm. that
1: found and saved them when Mm -hmm. they were all being attacked sure so
0: but why why what's in it for violet why is she doing this scheme
1: oh well because jessica i guess cares so much about adeline you know how oh. hard she was trying to protect her so she's trying to go after jessica in this typical bullshit woman scheme of take it out on the other woman
0: Ah, uh, right 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 because it's not your it's not your boyfriend with the dick that's got the problem it's that no or, it's the that weird, harlot the, the fucking harlot that
1: fairy slut
0: that red bone <laughs> Oh, goddamn red bone uh, Eric, Pam, and Gus Jr. arrive at Amber's as Lady by Karma or Karma by Lady plays. And it's pretty fucking cool. Very Tarantino-esque.
1: Oh, yeah. And they find uh, Amber to be fully cured. She's
0: got like a light sunburn where the veins used to be. but She
1: changed her clothes. Clearly she's better. Yeah.
0: And Eric grabs her by the throat because that's his go-to move now.
1: And he's, he's like, how are you cured? She's like, I wish I could tell you <laughs> you're choking me. <laughs> you're choking the breath and I don't breathe out my <laughs> Well, it's true. She doesn't breathe. How the fuck is he choking her? Yeah. She he could just, crush her neck and she'd be fine. I
0: can get in the... Because you have to move air over your your larynx to talk. I can get her not being able to talk, but why is she gagging or in any kind of distress? Because no. she's a good mime? I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't have to hang on this vampire thing. She's... She's as big she a baby as Jessica is, I guess. She's
1: just been stuck in this house pretending to be human for so long. Karma's still playing
0: as Bill stumbles in to find a Jessica and Sookie waiting up for him.
1: And he's like, God damn it, I was going to do some evil stuff tonight, but yeah. I guess I have to comfort these women. Yeah. Don't you hate that when you are really going through a evil. trauma and you have to comfort the people around you? Yeah. I find that to be quite annoying. He's the center
0: of the trauma. Everybody needs this bandy around him. Yes. He doesn't have to waste his time or energy. Exactly. Comforting these women. That's the... <laughs> what?
1: That look you just gave me. Like, you had some sort of resentment about something you had to comfort <laughs> me about. <laughs> oh, I was...
0: You're the one who got that look, me all spun I, up in outrage mode. <sighs> I'm, I'm drunk off power. I'm Jesus. no better than Miss Robinson.
1: Who's Miss Robinson? The one who
0: directed this episode.
1: Oh, I thought you were think, talking about... Yeah, that outcast wasn't it? Song.
0: Wasn't it? Yeah, Angela <laughs> Robinson. This is all her fault. We can agree, right? Agreed. Okay. Uh, That's all we got. You got any closing thoughts for this episode, or shall we move on to some pimping and some feedback? Some hep Mm V-back. Some bareback hep V-back.
1: Tapped out.
0: I'm moving on to pimping. Hey, if you like what we're doing here at Bald Move, there's a couple ways you can support us. Number one, get your ass to subable.com slash bald move and find out all the cool and fun ways you can support us. Uh, By the way... No, nope, no, nope, I'm not gonna spoil that. But uh, there's a lot of cool custom content opportunities that you can sponsor your own podcast. You can get us to record sound bites for you, and
1: you can have you us. Can have,
0: how we can we can have phone calls? Do with a me
1: podcast and, about all the vampire things.
0: All the vampire things. Uh, Cecily and I can. Uh, you can have a phone call with us, or me and Jim, or whatever, whatever.
1: You can make Aaron and Gino, or. You can Wait, make wait,
0: it. what? This you can make there's it. no slash fiction happening to me and Jim.
1: No, you can. I'm do a sub I'm not an actor. I you don't could. have to
0: do a gay scene with them, damn it.
1: <laughs> you could do a sub thing where you make Aaron and Jim go see Fifty Shades of Grey in theaters on Valentine's Day. You act a like, I'm not. You act like we're not
0: going to be there day one anyway. You are? I, I, did I not go to the Twilights on day one with my sister? drunk as hell because she promised to designate drive me and I could mercilessly mock her and laugh the whole thing? Yeah, of course I did. It's good fun. It's good clean fun. I guess. Because that's the thing, y'all. My sister is a legit Twilight Fifty Shades of Grey fan. It's disgusting. She
1: is. She corrected me on Facebook the other day it's about some this. sort of joke I was making. Yeah,
0: oh, no, it's disgusting. And she's a... She's and a, she
1: pretends to be like an ironic fan.
0: But she's not she, because yeah. you can tell when she goes she, to try yeah. to correct you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I, I just saying? don't think
1: you should see it in theaters because you're giving money to something that doesn't really need your money. Like, stop supporting that. Riff it. I'm fully in support. You pirating that shit.
0: Oh, my God. I cannot wait for the riff track for that. Oh,
1: my God. That'd be it's so good. be so good. Anyway, Sub-Able. Featuring Beyonce's too drunk to fuck remix of <laughs> Crazy in Love. <laughs> the roofie version. Riffy. <laughs> uh, yes.
0: Anyway, you've either seen the trailer for Fifty Shades. You know what we're talking about or you don't. But, uh, but sublimal.com slash it. bald move. Hey, also, amazon.baldmove.com. If you're shopping on Amazon, please use that link every time you do because it gives us love and sunshine and kitten kisses instead of Jeff Bezos a few pennies. He's got plenty. Are and pennies? we're dangerously low on rainbows and kitten kisses here at Bald Move. So low. And if you can't do any of that, we understand. But hey, tell a friend or family member, share our shit on social media. And rate and review us on iTunes because all that stuff helps us get a larger audience, and that makes us all happy. It makes it all everything go. makes everything work. If you like to the feedback, you can do so at orange at baldmove.com. Nope.
1: This is True Blood. You can do so at trueblood at baldmove.com.
0: At trueblood at baldmove.com. This is what happens when I do two gym podcasts. I don't got anybody to keep me straight. Uh, trueblood.baldmove.com s- or you can go to baldmove.com but shit facebook.com slash baldmove to participate in our live show Watch, which is a lot of fun
1: yeah we're well, a lot of fun.
0: tag teaming, I feel like i got gonna of- stop doing
1: it because I'm using up a lot of my best jokes on Facebook and I don't feel right reusing them on the podcast that's
0: the thing like there's so many more people listening to podcasts than are on Facebook
1: exactly so I should stop getting on Facebook
0: <laughs> <laughs> no it's like it's it's like a nice little callback remix thing Um, And you can also follow everything we're doing on Twitter at BaldMove.
1: Don't do that, though, because I'm not on Twitter. You're not on Twitter.
0: Jim's on Twitter, and he does does auto-post everything that we do. So if you're not on Facebook, you might as well get on there. No, the instant that we drop shit. Uh, Let's see here.
1: Feedback.
0: Yeah, so Shauna D got a late one in for the last episode. Uh, She thought last episode was disjointed, mostly filler. The calm down from all the fighting has been going so far. Strongly disagree, but she has a couple points. Anyone feel like Lafayette's diatribe seemed kind of random and uncalled for? If Jessica and James are going to break up, it's really not for him to be telling of Jessica and suggesting that she's being selfish and for not considering that perhaps Lafayette, too, is just looking for love? I found it strange. Yes, this would be unacceptable behavior in real life, but this is true blood, and I like for, them, I like for the characters to swing for defenses with mild melodrama, wild melodrama. Your take?
1: Yeah. I agree. I didn't have a problem with it. I mean, it is true blood after all. If you watch the first six seasons. But you
0: you got to ask yourself, Shauna. Would you rather Lafayette go back like, hey, hey, man, you need to settle things with your girl before you, I can get with yeah, you? Yeah, would
1: you like would them you rather not hooked up at all?
0: Would you rather them fuck in the back of that big old black truck and then cause a bunch of drama and have uh, Lafayette drop an epic truth bomb on Jessica? I vote for the latter.
1: Yeah. Jessica had it coming. Jessica did then continue to ruin another relationship that night. That's true. It's so not like she's got she's the moral not... high ground here. Yeah, no, she doesn't.
0: Uh, point to second. Are we finally going to see Arlene get a little vamp love? She tried to hold on to that. I'm, I'm going to go make a, I'm going to make a tinkle because I'm human mantra, but I could tell she was enjoying that vamp making eyes at her. Although now isn't she infected with Hep V? Good point. She's got to be infected, right?
1: we don't know. She didn't drink any of their
0: blood. But they stuck their filthy fangs into her. Like, if you share uh, AIDS-infected needle with people, you're going to get AIDS. They got hep-infected needles that they're injecting into all of her veins. I would say that's proof positive. Although, again, this show doesn't follow any kind of scientific logic or facts or whatever. No, it doesn't. Uh, point to three at least we finally saw Sookie look a little dazed and heartbroken about a death this season last week it seemed like she's almost had to force tears over Alcide's dared corpse this time looked like she was very shell shocked agreed I'm glad we got a little Alcide closure and what was with Bill's deep brooding over his days as an abolitionist all of a sudden I'll let you take this one Cecily I don't know he's evil oh right duh
1: well no that's like they're trying to retcon it's like they're trying to set up this base this groundwork that says that Bill isn't evil, so that there will be a huge reveal like a stack of dominoes that'll topple over at the end that says, He's evil. Mm. That's how that works.
0: Jin G said, I wanted. Jin I, G Cohen? No, no, no. Just Jin space G period. I wanted to know Alcide's Why dad. Oh, she got to
1: be on her period. That's gross, Aaron. <laughs>
0: Well, maybe she's a vampire. She's just <laughs> drooling blood down there all the time.
1: Oh, Jen.
0: I wanted to know Alcide's dad is listening to the convo uh, because at the end of the episode, he's the one who leaves Alcide's jacket on Sookie's bed for her to put on and sleep in. I feel like a huge douche for not putting that connection together because that is so You right feel like on.
1: a douche or she wrote that?
0: No, I feel like a douche. Oh, you should. And Danny V on Facebook said the exact same thing. Um, so that 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 resolves that little conundrum.
1: They did not put it together very well.
0: Uh, no, I think they did. We just were really we were so enamored by the rest of the episode, we didn't put two and two together. Because he said, "I took I took his shit because it's difficult for you. I'm overhearing you saying that you you know basically another character saying it'd be awesome, awesome if you had his jacket. That jacket is on the bed. She did, that she and curls she did. The in.
1: first thing she looked at when she walked in the house was a jacket draped over the chair.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Guess it was there. It was just so yeah. spread apart.
0: Plus, there's so many awesome other details. I mean, Eric ripped the guy's face off. Did we mention that? Did he? We were distracted. Uh, she continues, I do think that maybe he will find out about Sookie two-timing and being all in love with Bill, but who knows? I just think it was supposed to be a sweet moment, and he was trying to help Sookie out. I kind of hope they don't go to that well now. I mean, just let let, let old man Alcide ride off, howl off into the sunset. Jackson and In the and moon Kitty? set. Yeah. Uh, Joffrey B., hold on to your butts. We got a controversial email incoming. Hey, guy and gal, I just want to weigh in on your bashing, quote-unquote, of Luke Grimes. He left because he didn't want to portray a gay guy, which one of you said should be expected in Two Blood.
1: No, it should be expected in HBO. Wait, wait, no,
0: I counter that it shouldn't be expected, especially not when he signed on to be a pretty boy, white knight, non-rapist, heterosexual vampire in season six, with no inclination that he was gay.
1: Are there rapists?
0: Of course there are. Who's that fucking dude that raped with terror repeatedly?
1: Oh, Franklin, okay. Franklin,
0: yeah. Sure, there are a lot of gay scenes, but aside from outwardly gay bi characters like Lafayette, Eric, Russell Edgington, Reverend, Reverend Steve Newland, Talbot, uh, and every other fucking vampire in a series that's older <laughs> than like five minutes, Eric. not a lot of gay scenes have happened. Not all male characters should be expected to do gay scenes. Sam had one under the influence of Bill's V and Jason's full first full gay sex scene, ignoring the mild hallucination of Hoyt. Was this season? I'm almost certain. Think about all the male characters who don't have gay scenes. Wait. Andy, Terry, Alcide, Arguably the most attractive of the male cast. Watch it there, Joff.
1: Wait a minute. Did you just give me three or four examples of male characters who had a gay scene as examples of guys who did not have gay scenes?
0: I don't know. I But, but I...
1: That's what he said. He said, with the exception of these four characters. Hey, the... So these four characters who normally play straight roles had a dream or whatever kind of sequence that gave them a, a semi-gay situation.
0: Right. So uh, do you think...
1: Go um, ahead. I don't know. He
0: says, if you argue that vampires should be gay or at least bisexual, as far as I recall, neither Warlow... Nor any of the other members of the authority had any gay scenes. Maybe one, but I can't remember or be bothered to go back and watch it all. Not saying what he did is right, but he shouldn't be bullied for not wanting the possible peak of his career to be uh, be, be him bottomed being bottomed to Lafayette. It sounded me no, like I'm gay right. bashing a little, but I'm not.
1: <laughs> the peak of this guy's career should be him playing the brother of Christian getting Gray <laughs> in Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes, okay, he can have that. <laughs> I like the character that we have playing. Uh, James right now better. Yeah, I just... He's won me over. He's He plays that hippie that could be gay, could be straight perfectly.
0: I feel like, Joffrey, that you're... The intimation here is that portraying a gay person in a work of drama is somehow less cool than portraying some heteronormative rule, or that would be damaging to his career. That is probably true 10, 15, certainly 20 years ago, but... I mean, ever since we've had Tom Hanks in Philadelphia take home an Oscar, and... I'm
1: just saying, what makes you look worse?
0: Yes, and especially... Leaving a
1: very, very popular show, because you don't want to play this gay character... Yeah. ...who doesn't even have... I mean, compared to, like, Jason and Sam Tremel, Mm -hmm. they had some genuinely really risque stuff. They were shirtless, they were kissing other men... Yeah. I mean, they put up with a lot more. This guy just had some sort of shadowy humping going on. Sure, sure.
0: And some wrist To be fair, he quit before he even knew how minor the gay sex scenes were. But It
1: doesn't matter. That does not make it okay. No.
0: First of all... You're an actor. I think it's objectively he's being an asshole. And I'm not trying to bash the guy, because everyone's free to make their own decisions, but we're free to judge him for that. And to do that in Hollywood... I feel like it's probably
1: okay. Maybe bad for your career. Exactly. Maybe it's not so much true blood. You're expected to be gay or HBO. You're expected to have some sort of sexual situations. It's being an actor. Right. You have to play someone who is not yourself. You can't act like a fucking bro.
0: Right. And I feel like you've you've offended every gay or bisexual actor and actress in Hollywood, and all the directors and writers who are gay and producers who are gay, which. BT dubs, there's a lot of them. And
1: all of their allies, which is basically everyone.
0: Everyone now. in Hollywood. So, yes. I don't know. To me, whether he, you know, and I'm not trying to say the guy's homophobic. I can't read his thoughts or mine. I'm just saying that he wildly miscalculated uh, the impact of this decision. That's my opinion.
1: Yeah, I just...
0: Uh, moving on, he had a couple other points. He said, I'm pretty sure he said Al Seed met Sookie in Season 2 in Texas. That's the True Blood author- authority over here, Cecily. Uh, she didn't. He was in Sookie's in the Weir community in Jackson looking for Bill in Season 3.
1: I knew that's where I was wrong.
0: Uh, as for what voice does Sookie read minds?" in question in season one she was reading renee's mind and could hear his thoughts without an accent so i'm guessing she hears voices how they are thought like in heroes when a guy's thinking in japanese and an english only mind reader hears it to me that makes sense because it's yeah, like they're tuning how... into a radio station not interpreting their brain waves
1: that's kind of how they discovered how she discovered that renee was a big fake right because she right. could hear his thoughts before she discovered it was renee and she he couldn't was...
0: tell by the ridiculous cajun accent
1: well, I mean, that's the thing. It was a ridiculous Cajun accent. So he's thinking in his own voice, which threw her off even more. And then Arlene's kids found the tapes of, A, him strangling women after mm. they had sex, and, B, mm. um, how to speak with a Cajun accent. I forgot about that. Thank you for bringing that up.
0: Which I, I Again, for all the good it did him, I believe that that book consisted entirely of a few gambit issues of the X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> um. Randy G said, I'd like to add, I've long abhorred the manner from which peeps from Dallas are portrayed in this show. I may own a bolo tie and a hat that could hide a butterball, but I feel like this show has historically painted my hometown (laughs) in very poor, super conservative light. To be fair, I've lived in or around Dallas in some of my formative years, and it is... On the whole, a fairly conservative city. I mean, it's it's hard to find. I went Austin, Texas,
1: for one weekend, so I consider myself to be an expert.
0: Austin's far from conservative, though. That was the joke. Okay, I'm just saying (laughs) that like it's 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 a truism that no matter where you're at a current, if you're in a dense urban environment, it's probably more liberal than people want to let on. So, and I, the other thing is you can't you can't out compete the two folks from Mooresville and Wanamaker for feeling (laughs) like our area of the country gets maligned. I mean shit. If if anyone if anything is set in Indiana, the point's usually that we're a bunch of hayseed yokels. Uh so which is not entirely an unfair stereotype. Shall we move on? Yes. Uh Kate V Kate V from St. L said, I oh wait, we already talked about that. That was the pun joke. That's in the, the email. Oh is it? That? That's the end of the feedback. Oh
1: wow. Uh
0: you had one thing. Speaking of super conservative, did you see the Ted Cruz took time out of his busy schedule fucking legislating and running the country to address the fact that he was mentioned on True Blood. I
1: posted that on Facebook for everyone to read. I also posted the Mufu thing, but... Yeah, you you gotta go
0: to Facebook to get that. Um, I think it's funny that he took time to call out True Blood as a misogynistic, (laughs) hate-filled, unfair...
1: It was ridiculous. Television show. They didn't even say anything bad about Ted Cruz, just the people who would go to one of his galas. That's the
0: thing, man. If you're cool, you should. That's actually uh, if I don't know. Anytime that like my folk or my worldview is made fun of, I always think it kind of is, is flattering and it's kind of humorous to me. And I would say something if I was not had a rod shoved all the way up my asshole. (gasps) I would probably say something ironic or humorous about the depiction. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, if you're a guy like Ted Cruz with rod firmly embedded up one's ass, you would take offense and, you know, say a bunch of nonsense about the show. Uh Especially since I guarantee he's never watched it. Or maybe he watches it all and jerks off frantically. That's probably going to (laughs) be the punchline in a year we'll find out.
1: I don't think it was. Through
0: some it. leaked text and email that he's got a bunch of Eric Northman posters and Jason Stackhouse <laughs> posters that he furiously jerks off to. Uh, shall we do some light spoilage? Yes. Okay. So if you do not want any kind of theorizing based on some leaked Comic Con stuff and some just internet theorizing uh, about the end game of True Blood, because we're only four episodes away, <sighs> might want to turn off the podcast right now because otherwise we're going to be talking about this stuff and it could all be bullshit this is unconfirmed these are just speculations and 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 rumors
1: so basically it's exactly like the rest of our podcast <laughs> except for i'm trying bullshit to be that's unconfirmed. trying
0: to be sensitive to the spoiler people they want to be infected by hep s
1: <laughs> okay at this point in the podcast we will just admit that we're making shit up
0: <laughs> here's something that i've not made up there was a comic-con trailer for True Blood during the panel which I heard was rocking like it usually is and in one of the scenes someone was able to capture it and do a screen uh, grab from this trailer and it shows a picture of Sookie uh, with a baby cradled in her arms in a rocker in front of a window where sunlight is just pouring through and uh, what looks like you can't see because he's cut off at the head but it looks like Bill standing behind her with his hand on his shoulder now, Ooh. so this implies that Sookie and Bill are going to be together, and somehow that Bill is going to be a human, or going to lose his vampire uh, weakness to son And How could
1: race. that possibly be? And
0: that he also is going to be able to father a child. couple of things that could be – this could be a dream sequence, because I feel like it would be sloppy for them to put that big of a spoiler, knowing – That hundreds of people's cell phones are recording this shit, and it's going to leak out to the internet, and if they put something like that, it's going to be dissected. Yeah. So part of me says it's going to be a -a rope-a-dope dream sequence. Uh, Could be that they're adopted. Could be that this is not, in fact, Bill. It's somebody else, although the only person that could be bathed in sunlight that she's got a love interest in is dead now. Uh, What do you think about this turn of events?
1: I don't even know what to think about that. sounds... Really crazy. <laughs> well,
0: so people are speculating. Here's the other part too: that vampires are going to be presented with a choice that you can partake of Sarah Newland's blood that has the cure embedded in it and will cure your Hep V. Okay. Or somehow, Sookie's fairy blood has transmuted a Hep V into a virus that eliminates vampirism if you drink from the Sookie Fountain you lose hep v or you you, you stay hep v infected, but you're a cured of vampirism if you partake of sarah newland you're just cured of hep v and that's going to be the path forward to bill's going to partake of her or actually he already has and this fastly uh replicating hep v virus is actually removing his vampiric powers and it's going to eventually clear up and he's just going to be a regular human with hep v which is to say he's just going to be a carrier and no one will be the wiser um, and that's how we got the picture of her with the baby in the rocking chair, bathed in sunlight with Bill standing behind her. As a True Blood fan, do you find this satisfying? Do you find this horseshit? Does it depend on how they handle it? I
1: I think that would be bullshit. If I saw something like that, I don't know. I think I would be more prepared to accept <laughs> Anna Paquin. Or I mean Sucky rather. Sookie becoming a vampire than Bill becoming human.
0: Anyway, I don't know. know, because I'm not as big a fan as you. Obviously I haven't read the books. I feel like you know, I don't I guess I don't care how it ends up. If, if if Bill and Sookie are gonna be together, I don't care if it's Bill and Sookie as vampires, like, you know, the Twilight ending. I don't care if it's Bill and Sookie as as humans. Uh aka the elite comic con ending. Um I, I kind of want it to be the, like, the last five minutes of the show and a whole bunch of epic, crazy, drama-filled bullshit leading up to that.
1: That's what you want?
0: Yeah, because that's what True Blood is. I mean, it needs to be full pedal to the metal, insane until the ending. And then they want to do some fan service. It just seems like, from what I could tell from the internet, most fans want Sookie to be with Eric or Alcide. They br- grudgingly will accept her to be with Bill. But it seems like there's a lot of outrage about him being turned into a human. Although that does seem, from what you said, because I said, well, why doesn't she just become a vampire? Because it seems like, objectively, vampires are awesome. Hell, I would be one. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's like, oh, well, she likes the sun too much. And they've tried to introduce that character. Isn't this the perfect thing? And he's all, his shit's all torn up about being a vampire. Yeah, why can't she
1: be a Warlow vampire? Because Warlow was a fairy and vampire. And he could walk in the sun.
0: That's what I'm saying. I felt like that was the perfect solution. That she could be the sun the sunny side vampire. And but you know, I just I guess I just don't care. To the extent that I would personally rather her be with Eric because I think Eric is more awesome. I don't agree. No?
1: no? Okay. I think Aaron is a Aaron.
0: Whoa, Freudian slip. <laughs> oh,
1: Freudian slip. Girl's
0: way better than that Aaron asshole. <laughs>
1: I think Eric and a are man children. Oh, <laughs> Oh,
0: well, I got kill do I got to kill a lawyer to prove my love. Is that what yes, I got to do? I got to stake a vampire and kill a lawyer. with a letter opener.
1: Yes. I would prefer it. If you wrote a book about how you're not an asshole anymore, but you're still an <laughs> asshole. All
0: right. I can do that. I can do that. I got to have <laughs> six months though. To be fair, to be fair, Bill had six months. I got to have six months at least.
1: So you're already losing an asshole. Wouldn't ask for more time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right that's it for the spoiler section unless you got something else that's it that's it that's yeah. all you
1: have to spoil
0: that's all i got to- i don't have like hard-hitting spoilers it was a screen it was a is a video from comic-con and some fan speculation based on that okay i feel like you're underselling the spoilage potential of this i am it could be potentially the final scene of true blood and we just damn spoiled it pat yourself on the back
1: yeah the producers of the show decided they were going to show the very final clip of True Blood at Comic-Con.
0: People do that because they do don't. Do they? They do. Do they? They do all the time.
1: Do they? They
0: lie, The trailer people <laughs> lie and they spoil.
1: All right. <laughs> Says the man who's watching a show that involves heavy hallucinations and dream sequences and drug trips.
0: Not this time. This, they're being straight. They're being oh, True Blue. Oh, not this time?
1: Are you buying into it? They're
0: being True Blue.
1: <laughs> true to the end hashtag.
0: They are. They're hashtag true <laughs> to the end scene. Uh, until next week when we'll be on the Facebook threads yacking. I'm not coming and coming back. <laughs> and, and yucking up about the episode on a Tuesday night when we release the True Blood podcast. I'm your host, Aaron,
1: And I'm Cecily.
0: See you then. <laughs>